serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing and Electrical two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. You know, we said we had a big show today coming up 405 Midterm Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election at 405, Liz Cheney will join us. The congresswoman from Wyoming. She's uh, also uh, running uh, the January 6th uh, commission. And she's in town for a couple of things, but one of them, uh, she does not want Carrie Lake to be the governor of this state. Cheney, a Republican, does not want Lake, the Republican, to be governor of this state. Now, uh, since Cheney's going to join us at four, Chad, wh- why don't we do a special edition of Midterm Mayhem? Because we've got former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. The, the governor? Well, what do you think? Let's do it! Yeah, have we ever done a three o'clock? I don't think so. This is I hope huge. she's not offended. Oh, my gosh. Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Chad, a three o'clock midterm mayhem. A little special. A three o'clock midterm mayhem. mayhem. The show is so big, we need two of these. Yeah. All right. Liz Cheney at four o'clock for midterm mayhem. For right now, the big introduction. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it may be three, but across the world, it's in our hearts that it is that time to sit down with our election insider, the one, the only, the former governor of the great state of Arizona, Jan Brewer, the Governor, yesterday, Carrie Lake. They want abortion after pregnancy now. They want to give uh, a mother the option to kill the baby after pregnancy. Do you know of mothers in Arizona who are carrying their child to full term and then kill the baby immediately afterwards? I, I haven't heard any of this stuff. What, what do you make of it? Well, I'm speechless. I... I haven't ever heard of that either. I, I don't know where she got her information from, but that's not right. She must have misspoke. Nope. I mean, I, no. I don't she think doubled so. down. She backed off. I, I don't even know which way she's coming or going. She's like, I didn't mean that. And what I meant is exactly what I said, but I didn't mean it. I've never heard anything like that in my lifetime. I mean, that leaves me speechless. It's jarring. Do you believe that's the stance for the Democratic Party? No, I don't believe that. I don't think anybody believes that. I thought that she was pro-life and absolutely no exceptions. I am pro-life, but I believe that we have to have exceptions. I believe we need to uh, have exceptions to save the life of a mother and rape and incest. You know, that's pretty clear, right? I thought she didn't want any exceptions. It's going to make it very difficult for people to understand where she is and how they're going to make their decisions. A lot of people pro-life, pro-choice, that's what they vote on. That's the only thing they're interested in. She better get out there and clarify what it is that she means on that issue because it is a big issue among women. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer, she's joining us an hour early for a special edition of Midterm Mayhem. Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Governor, is there any way you as a conservative Republican would vote against Carrie Lake and for Katie Hobbs? That's a tough question. I'm a Republican. I like to think that I would always vote Republican because I believe philosophically about their policies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I still uh, am um, hoping that I get the opportunity maybe to speak with Carrie and see just exactly, you know, where all our platform and where she's headed and where she wants to take the state. Are you on the fence? Am I? 
Well, I'd like to know about both of them a little right. bit more. I've spoken to Katie Hobbs, and we talked about a few things. I kind of know where she's at. When did you talk to okay. Katie Hobbs? Oh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Oh, well, hold on a second. All right. Why did you talk to Katie Hobbs, and what did you guys discuss? She called me up, and we, talk, we chatted. It was a good conversation, and she never asked me for anything. We just met. You know, I was the Secretary of State. She's the Secretary of State. She's moving up, she thinks, the governor, and, you know, kind of go through the formalities and stuff. And so we had a nice little luncheon. I mean, you know, it was nice. Wait, wait, wait. You went to lunch? She never asked me. Oh, you guys! You what did you have? Hold on, hold on, hold on! I had chicken salad. Wait, you went to lunch with Katie Hobbs a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It's fascinating. So you can't get a meeting yeah. with Carrie Lake, and you tried to actually get a meeting with Carrie Lake, the Republican, and she doesn't want to talk to you, but. Katie Hobbs out of nowhere called you and you guys sat down for a meal together? We did. We did. And we talked about the office of Secretary of State and we talked about the office of the governor, you know, about getting your staff in order, those kinds of things. She didn't ask anything of me. You know, I didn't really know Katie very well at all. So it was nice. Was there any policy that you guys talked about? No, there was not. Hmm. Who paid? I paid for mine, and she paid for hers. Oh, you guys went Dutch. You went yeah. politically Dutch. We're human beings. We're both women. We, you know, we both served as Secretary of State, and she's running for governor. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a good thing. I mean, I've met with a lot of different people that have ran for office. All right. You know, or running for office. Except for the Republican on the, <laughs> this side. Uh, Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer is joining us, uh, our election insider. I actually like the fact Katie Hobbs reached out to you. I like that, and I'll tell you why. If she wants to run the state, why not talk to you? You ran the state. She's not putting politics in front of that. She actually sat down with a Republican, broke bread, and had a discussion. Politicians don't do that. I give you credit for that, too, Governor Brewer, that you would go and you would sit down with a Democrat who called you, and you would actually chat. Listen, you know me. I I love you. I think you're great. I think this is a thumbs up for Katie Hobbs that she says, you know what? Why why shouldn't I go and talk to people who have already run the state? I should do that. If I want to run the state, I should even go ask people who are on the other side. Hey, what's it like? Hey, Governor Brewer, do you have any advice? You're 24 and 0. Well, yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised that Hobbs reached out to you and you guys sat down. I'm I'm very I'm happy about that. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, and I didn't hesitate. I thought it was the right thing to do. When you're up in the governor's office, you have to work on both sides of the aisle. You have to work with everybody and you have to open up those avenues, you know, and I, and that's what she did. And I reciprocated. When I ran, I talked to Jane Hull. I talked to Pike Simonson. You just do that. You talked to Napolitano? Um, you know, after I was elected, she did. We did sit down in the office, and we did go over some issues. Oh, see, there we I go. There I we did. Go. That's fascinating. The the Hobbs thing. Boy, don't hold out on us. That's the one you should lead with we've that thing. spoken to her since then. And she well, we, we, we didn't talk about she it. She bogarted us. Gosh. Well, that's the headline. Don't bury the headline. All right. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer, our election oh, insider. Oh, governor! Uh, a special 3 o'clock edition of Midterm Mayhem. Man. Governor Brewer, thanks for joining us. Oh, you have a great day. I can't wait to find out who you go to lunch with this week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you, Governor. See you, Governor. All right, there Mayhem. she goes. Wow, that's a nugget. That's really fascinating. Well, that's fascinating. You have a Democrat 
running for governor, reaching out to a former governor who's Republican and having lunch and chatting about the job. I'm going to be honest. I don't think she gave us the full scoop. I have a feeling they talked a lot more about Lake, a lot more about not just the job, but campaigning, what she needs to do, things of that nature. There are a lot of Republicans that certainly don't like anything that Katie Hobbs stands for. But what we're starting to see is that they might vote for her anyway. And they might they might say, we have to take a step back to take a step forward. And Carrie Lake, and these are Republicans who are saying that, and Carrie Lake is the wrong selection. Uh, so uh, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a, a Democrat. I'm a, I'm a skeptic. Uh, I'll never vote for Carrie Lake. She's an election denier. I'll never vote for her. I'm never voting for an election denier. Um, and I've, as I've said, uh, you know, Katie Hobbs hasn't done anything to get my vote. It's a good step in the right direction. You want to reach across party lines and talk about what the job entails with someone who already did it, like Jan Brewer? That is good. Except for when are you going to actually talk to the people? When are you actually going to get out there and do this where you're not at lunch with somebody privately? Yeah. Because you could be the fastest person in the world, but if you don't leave your backyard, you're just the fastest person in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You could be the greatest thing for governor, but if you only talk to Jan Brewer and then let everybody else do commercials for you and tweet once in a while, nobody knows what you stand for. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good point. And I think, you know, it's a good How about Carrie Lake? Do you know what she stands for when it comes to abortion? Who knows? Well, yeah, she's I do. Five she, different things. I, I do. She's for the thing. And right. then she's also for, and then rare. And as I, I said, think what she tried to say yesterday was the thing that Clinton said all those years ago. It needs to be safe, legal, and rare. I don't know if that's how And then it went believes, from though. safe, rare, to never, know. to okay, to maybe, to mm. I, I couldn't tell you where she's at now. All right. Liz Cheney. Liz. 405. Midterm mayhem. She will join us. She is in town. And I, you know, I think she needs to explain herself. You know, we're putting this could be the second Republican that we put on today. Jan Brewer, the first Liz Cheney, the second who don't like Carrie Lake. By the way, Hobbs, we've asked you to come on the show numerous times. She has been on the show. But she's but in a situation where she's come on the show and talked about things that really weren't about running for governor so much. Uh And we've asked since then on numerous occasions. Yeah. Well. We'll, we'll continue to... We'll the continue door's to, wide open. Okay, there you go. All right, uh, hey, what would you do if $2 million just dropped in your lap? It happened last night. I know what I'd do. He got an offer already. Good, we're going to talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, every day at 8.50, I hop on Mike Broomhead's show and do the Gato Speak Q poll question. Hey, we did day. hop on his show. You we were did. on his show twice today. Yeah, at the end, we uh, we totally invaded his show. It was awesome. That's what we do. Yeah. We just we uh, go and interrupt people. And at 3.30, we're going inter- to interrupt uh, Becky Lynn. Uh, here's my cue. If you caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run ball, what would you do with the ball? So if you don't know about this, uh, Aaron Judge is now the American League uh, home run champion. Uh, remember, Babe Ruth had 60, and it's, you know, stood forever. Roger Maris in 1961 hit 61. Yep. And then Aaron Judge hit 62. So what would you do with the ball? Because the ball's worth $2 million. He's already got a $2 million offer. Okay. So the guy last night who was in left field, just some st- some guy in the stands caught the ball. Yep. Corey right. Yeomans. Caught the ball. 
His wife was on the is on the, was on the Bachelor. Yeah, not his, that I would know. His that. wife was on the Bachelor, and she works for Sports Illustrated, <laughs> and she's a sideline reporter for the Cowboys and for the Mavericks. Okay. And as you could tell, she's probably not you know good looking. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, and he uh, is a vice president with Fisher Financial. So the guys, the guy who caught the ball has money. They've got money. Okay, what would you do with the ball if it was you? Let's say that Aaron Judge came out to uh, Arizona and hit one at Chase. Do I have money? All right. First, uh, the, the poll question. Here we go. A, uh, I'd give the ball back to him. You give the ball back to Judge, right? The, see, I would do that because I'm an honorary Yankee. Uh, I went to Derek Jeter's uh, 30th party, birthday party in New York City. So I would, of course, do the right thing and just give the ball back and not ask for anything. Uh, B, uh, I'd give the ball to a little kid in the stands. Hey, wise man, didn't you catch a ball in the stands the other day and flip it to a little kid? I caught a foul ball, foul not, ball. A, not a home run ball. The foul ball wasn't worth much. But you gave it to a kid, right? I gave it to a kid. Okay. Okay. Didn't you catch it in your hat? I did. Good for you. Or C, I'd sell the ball for millions and retire. Let's see who's winning. Uh, I would sell the ball for millions and retire. What would you do with the ball, Becky Lynn? Sell it for millions and retire. You wouldn't do the right thing and give it back to Aaron Judge? That'd be my second choice. But I'll tell you what, in this instance, while I was campaigning for catching a ball and giving it to a kid, if they were there in this instance, no way. I'm not giving it to anybody. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll just be honest. If I was sitting there and a kid was sitting next to me and the kid caught the ball... I'm taking that. I'm taking. I'm taking, taking him to the I'm ground taking, and taking it. Away. I am going to wrestle mm-hmm. for that ball. Yeah, yeah. I think I might it's like too. A, it's like a fumble. It doesn't yeah. matter who gets it first. It matters who comes out of the pile with it. Did you see the uh, the minute he caught it? Security in Major League Baseball grabbed him like he was uh, the president and whisked him away. Wow. They took him to a back room to double check to make sure it was the ball. They've marked all the balls that Aaron Judge Oh, because somebody could have, like, tried to change it up or something and say it was the ball. I would would take that ball and I would shove it down my drawer so fast you couldn't even believe it. (laughs) Like that guy when they, remember remember Brady, that guy got handed the ball? (laughs) He's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Brady's 500th. But uh, I will tell you, you know, he... This guy doesn't need any money. You go on their Instagram. There are pictures of them on yachts all over the world. I don't think he's a cat that's going to go sell it uh, anytime soon. He's got something to talk about with his buddies that oh, they don't have. That ball's not worth anything if somebody breaks the record in the American League next year. So you sell the ball. Yeah, but it took a long time for them to get here. It could. It, yeah, but it could happen next year. You it never could. know. It could. I'm, yeah, I, I'm sure he will. But if somebody already offered him $2 million, somebody will probably offer him 3 There you go. Maybe he'll sell it and give the money to some charity that he supports. Or no. Or probably probably not. not. They look like a selfish couple. Good thought. I just look at him and I just thought, it's good to see a white person get ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What was Kanye West wearing the other day? What was the t-shirt? White Lives Matter. Oh, gosh. And the lady from Vogue, she said she left it because it was at a fashion show. And she left it and she said, his words are nothing but pure violence. Mm. And he just said, I expose BLM as a scam that took all your money. I'm like, okay. Kanye. All right. Uh, Easy, baby. Coming up next. Holding up the headlines. Uh-oh. Becky Lynn's going to read the news. I know We're her. going to interrupt next. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. Oh, it's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. All right, here's our top story this hour. A recent program that pairs Phoenix police with state and federal partners to combat gun crime will continue after they saw robust results. KTAR's Luke Forstner is live in the News Center with the story. Hey, Becky, the first three months of Operation Gun Crime Crackdown have been a success, says Phoenix Police Sergeant Phil Krinsky. We've taken 1,181 guns and we've arrested 1,114 individuals directly related to gun crimes. So they're extending the program another month. Sergeant Krinsky urges the public to get involved and report any potential gun crime to the police. Really, we're focused on getting guns off the street and especially out of the hands of people that aren't supposed to have them. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I think the real, well, why are they doing this? Trying to keep the city safe. Is it a good idea? I know when the operation was announced in June, the city said homicides with firearms were up like 45% this year over the same time last year. So this is what the city has, has come up with and Mayor Kate Gallego. Everybody's trying to find out a way to get guns and get crime down. Crime is one of those things that, you know, the number, the second biggest search thing in the last couple months isn't abortion or anything. It's crime mm. when it comes to politics because people are worried about crime and gun crime the yep. roof. We're holding up the headlines. Well, happening right now, University of Arizona police say they are looking for a suspect after a shooting on campus. Police say a man fled the scene after the shooting earlier today that happened in front of the Harshbarger building that houses the Department of Hydrology and Atmospheric Sciences. There were no reports of injuries, but police are saying to stay away from the area. Campus police say the suspect has been identified, but they didn't release any other details. Yeah, uh, we've been trying behind the scenes to find out as much as we possibly can. Uh, this is the second shooting on an Arizona campus in the last few weeks. Yeah. So now we've got the U of A. What was it a week ago? It was, um, you guys remember which one it was? Downtown Phoenix or not downtown Phoenix? Well, it was when we had uh, GCU. Yeah. yeah. Was that it? I think so. So is that what it is, wise man? There was like a, somebody got hit by a stray bullet at GCU, right. yeah, I think right, is what right. it was. So, uh, you know, it's it's a scary thing. You send your kid off to college and, you know, you know that they're all on their own. And, you know, I, I, and then you have, you have somebody with a gun that's on campus. There's no reason to have a, a gun on campus. No reason to fire a shot on campus. It's I don't know what's going on here. But now we got two shootings and luckily nobody's dead. And right? I feel everybody's like okay. this with the, with the way it is, it wasn't it like a mass shooting. I feel like it was personal. Yeah, like it, it was a one like person it. kind of thing. So uh, luckily, though, it doesn't seem to be anybody's injured. And, uh, you know, stay away from that area. All right. Holding up the headlines. Arizona votes. Republicans in Maricopa County are headed to court for a dispute over poll workers. The Republican National Committee and the Republican Party of Arizona have filed two lawsuits alleging the county favored Democratic poll workers over Republicans ahead of the midterms. Maricopa County Board of Supervisors Republican Chair Bill Gates addressed the allegations. There is not a requirement that there's exact parity, but it takes all the political parties to run a successful election, and we've definitely had that focus. According to this lawsuit, there were 712 Republican poll workers hired compared to 857 Democrats. 
Man, right. you want to make this thing as, just make it as equal as possible. And we were talking about yesterday, that mm. people are worried about poll workers now. Even yet, you're hiring somebody like, I hope this person isn't going to be a Karen or is here just Election to spy. Uh, it, it's it's yeah. crazy. We, we, went, we went down uh, and saw Stephen Richer, Maricopa County recorder, uh, before the primary. And we saw how elections work. And a lot of times... Almost every time they have a Republican and a Democrat sitting at the same table. And if there is some sort of an issue, someone comes over who's an independent, makes the final call. Um, you know, I, I don't think this is a, de- a big deal, uh, but Republicans just continue to sue. We don't we don't want you to get a ballot at home. We don't want you to use uh, the, 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 the machines. We want it counted by by hand. It's insane. It's insane. All our elections are fine. They work fine. We can always improve. They're even changing the pens now. Uh, but it's it's gotten ridiculous. We're holding up the headlines. Well, you heard it here exclusively on KTAR. It would be really wonderful if, if uh, abortion was rare and legal. The way they said it before, remember, right? yeah. rare but safe. Rare but safe, I think is what they said. Well, that's what Republican candidate for Governor Carrie Lake told KTAR's Mike Broomhead show yesterday. Ross Trumbull with Lake's campaign tells the Associated Press that the GOP candidate only intended to say rare but safe, quoting previous calls from Democratic lawmakers on abortion. And in that same interview, Lake also asserted that her opponent, Katie Hobbs, was an advocate for abortions after nine months and after a baby's born, which Hobbs called, quote, ludicrous. We have more that you can read at KTAR.com. She meant to try to do what Clinton said. Safe, legal, rare. How do you know that? Because that's because isn't that what he said? That's no, what, but how do you get into her head when she? Because that's what everybody likes to go back to with Clinton. I think everybody okay. thinks they said it, and uh, you know, no. What she said, what I heard her say is, Democrats uh, want to allow moms to have the baby full term and then allow them to kill the baby. That's exactly what she said. And if you want to know what Carrie Lake thinks of abortion, it's kind of tough because you don't know if she's going off her script or what she might really believe. Because remember, you know, she was a Democrat for how long? She gave a ton of money to Barack Obama. Yeah. So I think she gets confused because she really doesn't know what she stands for. She likes to put out all this crap. Um, but I think she's like, well, does the Democrat in me think this? Or wait, I'm a Republican now, so I've got to say it's some other some other. Again, I've always said I think she's the biggest phony walking God's green earth. Wow, that's a, that's a big I'm phony. I'm serious. We're holding that's, up, a, that's a huge phony. We're holding up the headlines. KTAR eyes on education. Arizona schools aren't just dealing with teacher vacancies. A recent survey finds nearly 300 open positions for school counselors, social workers, psychologists. State Superintendent of Public Instruction Kathy Hoffman says those vacancies may sound like a bad thing. What that's actually also telling us is that our schools now have the funding to offer these positions and to be recruiting for these positions. So before we, our schools didn't have those opportunities. Opportunities. Hoffman's lobbied for additional funding so schools can hire these professionals. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that from Hoffman. Really? No. No. I mean, they're, listen, people don't want to go and work at a school, whether they're a teacher or administrator or what. Ha- She's like, well, now we have these. Uh, now that we have this money to go and hire. I just don't think people are going to go and do it. I think it's she's putting she's trying to put a fresh coat of paint on 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 something that is still really a big problem. We can't hire anybody because no one wants to do it. Well, that's you know again, it's it's about money, right? You got a lot of money here, and uh, no, it's, it's about money. They don't pay anything, so but it's not really not about paying, money. You know, like what, what are you paying for any of these things? Are not you paying much. what market rate would be for some of these regular jobs? 
Uh, you listen. Go go to uh, go to Circle K. You'll make more money than a teacher. <laughs> we all know that. Go 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 work at Target. You'll make a lot more money as a teacher. We've always said that. So I, I don't. I, I think she's looking at this and she's trying to put a good spin on it. It's a good spin. I don't buy it though. You don't think we forgot your birthday? Do I get the birthday kazoo? It's Becky Lynn's birthday, everybody! Congratulations. Thank you. Lived another year. Y'all didn't kill me yet. Where's the cake? There's carrots out there. My day is complete. Did you think we forgot? No, I knew. There's a big happy birthday sign somewhere. I didn't figure you yeah. would forget. Yeah, we just we just saw that. Oh, you just now saw no, that? No. No, no we no. knew. Happy birthday, <laughs> Becky Lynn. Thank you. You get to leave early. How about that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. You do, but I don't. Okay. So, oh. enjoy my birthday. Uh, still to come, Liz Cheney is going to join us. She's in Phoenix. She doesn't like Carrie Lake. Not at all. Not a fan is what you're saying. Not a fan. (laughs) So we'll ask Liz Cheney, well, why? I think I know why, election denier. But uh, Liz Cheney is in Phoenix, and we're going to speak to her midterm mayhem at 405. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Our world-renowned Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson is heading to the Arizona Financial Theater on March 9th for his Cosmic Collusion Tour. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m., but you can win a pair by visiting KTR.com, the contest page. All right, we got uh, Midterm Mayhem coming up at 4.05. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Our guest will be Liz Cheney. She is in Phoenix. Not surprised. She landed. She's like, I got to get on that show. (laughs) Got to get on that show. Well, she's been quoted as, uh, let me read her quote. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure Carrie Lake is not elected. And now she's in Phoenix. As she said, she goes, I got to get on that show. And she's like, Broomhead's not going to be on at that time. She goes, who are the other guys? I'm like, these two. All right. So Republican on Republican. Not happy with Carrie Lake. All right, pretty I think she's kind of thrown all that stuff in the air and said, "I'm, you know, it's it's past it now." I think she's she does like I think still there's a lot of people out there, and I want to find. I want to ask her. You know, how many of these people really believe this stuff? But you are terrified terif- that the election was stolen. Yeah, but are terrified to say anything because well, you know go against you know that doors. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, and, and to me, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you either, if you if you believe it in front of a camera, you believe it. Uh, if you go, if you go. Uh, you know, if you if, if you go behind closed doors and you're like, yeah, I, I don't believe that. Well, you're, you're what, what are we going to say? I mean, no, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's we're a at a point where if, if you, to tell the truth, you get punished for it. Right. All right. Liz Cheney coming up in about uh, 15 minutes. Make sure you're here. OK. Um, we've talked about fentanyl. Uh, did you see Phoenix PD crime lab on a, on pace for another record breaking year when it comes to fentanyl? Uh, it's scary. And there's a new study out and it basically says, and we're talking to, to many of you parents right now, your child doesn't really know what it is. Your child doesn't know what fentanyl is. And that's dangerous. Um, so let me read the study. 2022 Arizona Youth Survey. Uh, anybody have any eighth graders out there? 47% of 8th graders have never heard of fentanyl. It's probably something they should know about. Yeah. It's probably something. And maybe you're like, okay, I hear a lot about fentanyl. Why does my 8th grader need to know? 
listen, if you're eighth grader and you don't think your eighth grader is going to do it, we never think that. But what if your eighth grader goes and buys a pill? I bet a lot of these parents who's lost their children or almost lost their children, many of them thought, my kid would never do that. Yeah. They buy a pill and they think, think it's Oxy. They think it's Xanax or what, what have you. If it's laced with fentanyl, they'll be dead. They'll take the pill and it'll kill them. So 47% of 8th graders have never heard of fentanyl, compared with 33% of 10th graders. 25% of 12th graders have never heard of fentanyl. So this is a pretty large gap. I'm surprised about that one, because I think once you get it, you kind of know what all the drugs are, right? Like, you know... Uh, the yayo and the and you know you start getting in that point and you should probably know that it just uh, but the kids the younger kids absolutely you know why because I bet you if you ask a lot of these parents they don't know the risk either the younger kids the younger like so if you don't know that risk either uh, yeah parents should know it yeah seventy percent of fentanyl seized coming into the U S enters right through here Arizona we are a drug corridor we're the main highway for fentanyl. Uh, and so it's one of those things where your child will think they're taking a pill that they bought from someone else that they shouldn't be doing because you don't know what's in it. They're thinking they're taking a pill for one thing. Maybe it's an anxiety pill. It'll calm them down. But it's not. It's it's fentanyl. And they take it one time. They'll never take another pill again. So it's what we've kind of said for you know the last couple of years, talking about fentanyl. Educate your kids. Scare the hell out of them. Because it's just tell, if you tell them the truth, it should scare the hell out of them. Yeah, I think you have to show them. I think for all the things that you and I and everybody else could talk about, and we could sit there. Uh, you know, they say it. You know, a picture's worth a, a million words, and you show them what happens. You show them what the ramifications are, and that probably wakes them up a lot faster yeah. than telling them because they're going to go mom and dad, whatever. No, I think they got to see this. Say no to any pill because you don't know if fentanyl's on. Yeah. All right, coming up next, midterm mayhem. Liz Cheney is going to join us. She's in Phoenix. Is she campaigning against Carrie Lake? Next.